Welcome, everybody, to the Oversell Podcast, the greatest wrestling podcast in the world. And we have a State of the Union address for you tonight. Big news, big, big news dropping in the wrestling world. I'm side by side with my boys here. We got Scythex, we got the captain himself joining us. For this momentous episode that we've got going on. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? What's up, buddy? How you doing? What's up, Zoop? What's going on, bro? Fantastic, man. So uh, before we get into the 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 big news that I'm sure everybody has already heard, um, I just want to go over real quick Raw and SmackDown. Basically, we just had continuations of the same storylines that we've been having going on. Nothing, no real new information except for uh, we had a Bray segment on SmackDown where he basically came out and he was in the rocking chair and he was basically going through every iteration of Bray Wyatt in one little segment. There's a QR code on the um, on the screen that flashed. If you if you followed it, it went to a, a Firefly Funhouse segment, you know. So he, and he basically told us that at Royal Rumble will be entering his new form and that he is uncle howdy so i mean it's it's wild but it's about at least we know at royal rumble we're going to be getting some answers for the bray storyline because that's been up in the air for a, quite a while now Wait, I, I gotta so, say i gotta go ahead, go ahead sorry go ahead go ahead bro now i was gonna say so he's saying he's uncle howdy I mean, that's what he's saying, but me and you kind of came to a determination that we thought it was Bo Dallas. Yeah. Because um, it, it kind of looked like Bo Dallas, the guy that had standing in for Uncle Howdy, at least. So, but maybe he's saying that he's Uncle Howdy in the I'm Everyone Eater of Worlds Firefly yeah. Funhouse. I mean, I got to say, I got to say, uh, there's. I feel as though he's only going to come back and do this if he can work with his brother. That's number one, right? I think yeah. af- I think we can agree that after, um, you know, what happened with Luke Harper, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was one of those things where he was like, okay, I'm coming back. I'm not going to sign with AEW. I'm going to come back to WWE. I want to work with my brother. I want to be surrounded with a good support system. I, you know, and I mean, listen. There's very few people, I think all of us can agree, that we believe can make a push at a title run. And I think we've talked about this, Zoot, but like Bray Wyatt is on a short list of three, right? Yeah. Between Cody Maybe Rhodes, four. Seth Rollins, yeah. right? Like and KO, um, Bray, and then Roman. Uh, that's correct. basically your top. Exactly. So you're, you're like, you know, for him – uh, if he is somehow this guy and it's not Bo Dallas, it would stun me. Um, I, you know, even at any angle he's playing, like this is me and maybe, I don't know, but the guy is, it's gotta be Bo Dallas in my mind. There's I mean, no it's, doubt. It's gotta be. Agreed. No doubt. It's gotta be. And we're all on the same page with that. And, and it's funny because like this, so this iteration of the WWE that we have going right now, we just named pretty much the five like top tier guys, right? Um, it kind of reminds me of Attitude Era. You know, you got Roman kind of in the rock role. You know, um, Rollins is like your Triple H almost, 
with like a mixture of like Shawn Michaels in there, you know, uh, Brazier, Undertaker, like mixed with mankind almost, you know, your your darker mystical type of character, and then like KO is like your your Stone Cold almost, you know, you're kind of anti-establishment going against the grain type of guy, like very different versions of them, but like almost the same. Um, Character types, character archetypes. You know mm-hmm. what? What's hard for what's hard for me. I I see, I definitely see where you're going with it. My issue is, is the chemistry. Um, I actually just watched this short, uh, this interview that Triple H was doing, and they were asking him about like his biggest regret. Um, you know, in his feud with The Rock and things like that, and he had said, uh, you know. The chemistry between him, uh, between Triple H, The Rock, and Stone Cold was such that it was like they knew that they they were so great that they were going to be phenomenal for years to come. And any time they got in the ring, there was electricity. I don't know if I get that yet. Well, number one, unfortunately, we haven't seen Bray Wyatt enough. And every time Bray Wyatt is in the ring, he's dynamite. He's sick. Yeah. I want to see him at his peak form. I wanted to see him as, <coughs> you know, the fiend and Seth Rollins now, right? Like yeah. we had Seth Rollins, but we have Seth freaking Rollins. Right. Yeah. And he's yeah. on another stratosphere now. And I feel like KO, uh, you know, he always gets put on the back burner, but now he they're mixing him into that bloodline and he's starting to really be very confident he was always confident on the mic that's why they gave him the stone cold match right but like now he's sort of like i'm coming out and i just say whatever the hell i want to say and i do what i want and i and i kind of cause that chaos and he's very good and you don't know if he's a heel or a baby face he plays it so well you have no idea um well said and cody rhodes cody i had obviously he had those matches with seth rollins he came back and i mean dude there's very few comebacks that matched Cody Rhodes comeback, especially with the transformation he went through as a wrestler and as a guy on the mic, right? Absolutely. And as a create. So I I feel like we haven't we haven't seen them all at their peak go through. Yeah. We saw Undertaker and Stone Cold and the Rock in the fine. game all like and, and at any given night when that music hit, bro, holy shit. The fucking yeah. building came down to the ground. Absolutely. Right. But Absolutely. I would love to see though, it's 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 kind of it's unique. You bring it up, dude. I never thought about it that way. But if they can continue this trajectory, it would be nice to see. It would have been nice to see them under Triple H's creative, but we'll leave that for later. But uh but we still might. Be, we still might. It would be yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And uh right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. And if my aunt had no boobs, she'd be my uncle. But uh, <laughs> but you know, it's one of those things where like you you just you're like, yeah, could they reach that? Could they reach that stratosphere? Yeah. I don't know, dude. Character wise, maybe they can, bro. It's a good call. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that they're at the level that those guys are at, but their character no archetypes. Yeah, no one will ever. I don't think anybody ever will be. But their character archetypes are kind of the same in the same vein of each of those guys, you know. So we're kind of like reliving like a different attitude era almost, um, you know. So it, it's interesting to see it happen like this. But now, 
it might all be gone. <laughs> can I can I ask the both you guys a question really quickly yeah. on that? Because Zoop, I actually love the fact you bring it up, and now it's like kind of turning in my mind. One of the five guys we mentioned just now, mm-hmm. and one of the guys, five guys we mentioned from the past. If we had to see them on the rise, because we're going to put Roman Reigns in that five category, right? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, absolutely. What would be the match, past and present, each of you would like to see at their apex? It would be the two head of the tables. It would have to be Rock Roman. Okay, okay. That's up there. I'd like to see KO versus The Rock. Okay. It'd be a pretty good mic battle. You know? Yeah. Emotionalize, yeah. Shit out of that stunner. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell, tell you what. If I had to have one because of their in ring ability and they're like just wow on the mic, bro. Oh, I got I would, it. I know I you're going to say. I would love to have seen Seth Rollins against Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. I knew God, you were going to say it. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> I just, no, you know. Shawn Michaels coming to the ring, you know, his whole flair, you know, that entrance coming down from the Raptors on the zip line, and then Seth Rollins coming in and, the, and orchestrating the fans and coming into the ring, and they're just looking at each other. Nothing happens for 10 fucking minutes, bro. We just listen to the crowd. Mm-hmm. It's so wild that you bring that up too, because I was just watching the uh, the New York Football Giants win in the playoffs against the Vi- uh, the Minnesota Vikings, <laughs> and during the game, they're playing Seth Rollins music, and the whole crowd at a football game is just like, oh, oh, were they? Yeah, it was wild. I missed that, wild. bro. Oh, it's it's so that's nuts. This guy orchestrates a crowd, bro. <laughs> it gets me. It's impressive. We haven't seen something like that since Daniel Bryan, right? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and the yes can. And, like, and, yeah. and uh, Fandango. <laughs> Listen, Fandango is based on the commercial hype and the things like that, and people, you know yeah. how people are, right? But it, like, it was fan generated but, just to oh. troll them, pretty much. But yeah, basically, when, Seth Rollins is more. Uh, being a fan, not a troll. Yeah. When yeah. Daniel Bryan won both belts, mm-hmm. uh, WrestleMania, and um, Randy Orton and Triple H, that crowd, I, I just, I remember thinking to myself, I was never a Daniel Bryan fan. I'm still not, but um, it's just like for me, I just never was. I never bought into him. It was very tough for me. Um, and not really in ring ability. I thought it was, you know, he always gave it his all. It was just something about his character that just made me feel like this is not believable, right? Yeah. And and like I just remember I almost got like semi emotional because I was thinking to myself, this is a real underdog. Yeah. I can actually see where he said the company doesn't want him to succeed. I can actually see that. I can actually feel the crowd like willing the shit out of this guy mm-hmm. to just be on top of the company dude yeah. and for him to be in a ring with the with those icons right and you're like you knew he's gonna pull it off you didn't know how but you're just like man this place is gonna explode it when this yeah, guy it totally wins. Off. yeah it totally oh, 
awesome. I mean, bro, we used to get those pops, dude. I mean, you know, like that one segment where like there was numerous multiple uh, uh, number one um, contenders and it was all the McMahons and, tri- and, you know, and Triple H had the belt and Stone Cold hits, uh, uh, the Rock hits. Every time the Rock's music hit, the place went nuts. Stone mm-hmm. Cold music hit, the place went nuts. It was like, and that's what Rollins reminds Undertaker's me of. Undertaker's gong. Like the gong. Undertaker's gong hits. Bang. The place closed. In, I, I, that's why it's so, like the As soon as the lights go out and you hear the gong, forget it. Yeah. Bro, it, it, it's so, it is nuts because some of those, you get a few entrance musics where, a few entrance where they hit you so hard in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's like DX, doom, doom. You know, and everyone's yeah. like, oh my God, the gong. Uh, Stone Cold, the glass breaks. Right. Yep. You know, it's uh, in the rock. If you smell right, like you're like you just that shit hits. And I have to give it to Cena too, because Cena's music when it hits people, yes. you know, people very really recognizable. And that's the one thing about Roman Reigns. I love his entrance music, but it's very low key. It's very it's, like don't have that. Know, his new music. Pop. The bloodline music, the head of the table music, is his best music. I feel like well, it's his best music, but not for pop. It's yeah. his best music based on walking down and being methodical, coming out, holding up the one, being very yeah. like. But when his music hits, you don't immediately think like. Uh, you have to wait a few seconds, and you're like, oh, because it's very low, right? Mm-hmm. So. You don't really get that. Yeah, you don't get that feel. That music hits that first note, yeah. and you're like, "It's, it's not like when when way. you hear burn it down." Yeah, yeah. Like when Seth's music hits, it's like burn it down. Yeah, yeah. the place erupts. Place goes yeah. crazy when Ko. When you hear that first that first yeah. guitar rift in, in Ko's music, the place goes nuts. Yeah, like Roman's song. Yeah, Roman, and I'll agree with Fred. Like this, this is his best music. The Bloodline. Is his best music so far, but it doesn't have that like boom. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. The the shield, everyone knew it because you got that. I hated the shield the, entrance. On the mic, it was like music. Sierra, right? You got that yeah. like everyone Sierra, knew. And then yeah, and then it, everyone went nuts because you knew. Uh, you know, based on that, it's just Romans is very methodical. You know, mm-hmm. and you kind of get jacked up because you know. With the music, you're going to get Roman, you're going to get the titles, you're going to get the bloodline, you're going to get like this whole royal, you know, shindig. Yeah. So it's a, it's I a, feel different... like you could get the pop if he added in something. Cause like gong. the Undertaker's music was, yeah, gong. Cause the Undertaker's <laughs> music was methodical, but it had that gong in the beginning. And once you, boom, yeah. everybody was and like, oh shit. You know, even the Rock's music is, is really methodical. If you listen yeah. to like the whole song, but it starts with the if you smell, you know, once you hear that, everybody goes nuts. Mm-hmm. The bloodline music doesn't have anything like that. So it's just no. methodical all the way through. You need it's like it would be sick. Do you remember when Shinsuke Nakamura, the first day oh. he debuted at the live violinist? Well, yeah. all right. So are you talking about no, WWE? WWE. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, his NXT debut is even crazier. Bro, I remember I said that because I'm not once again like Shinsuke yeah. strong style, blah, blah 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 blah, right? Like the whole thing. He doesn't really speak. You know how I feel about the guys who don't speak English so well. I'm not a, not a fan, right? We'll go back to that. So like, I don't buy in on that shit so much. But the violin hit off, and I was like, 
And I remember looking at my wife and we're watching it together and she loves the, you know, the, the, the women's division and she watches total divas and the whole nine yards. So I look at her and we both were like, wow, this is awesome. And Shinsuke came out and we were both like, who the fuck is this guy? Right. Yeah. But we, <laughs> but we both, but we were like, oh my God, if he's as dope as the violin, like we're all in on this guy. Like, so the entrance music really does have so much but that stuff that we grew up on too man i feel like it's a different vibe right like we i mean bro we got real american from hulk hogan mm-hmm. come on dude i mean you know we and yeah. even the nwo dan, 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 like we like there's yeah. things that you're we were, we were watching tv 30 years ago okay? bro when uh ultimate warriors like Oh. beginning music would kick off my god that place went nuts <laughs> and then he would just explode out from the back high on cocaine <laughs> full speed yeah. the ring. it was amazing rick flair and macho man came out to graduation music okay? yeah basically and i've never been so happy like yeah, Rick Flair. Rick Flair is the one where it's like slow and has no like energetic like keys at Macho the beginning. Man literally came out to the graduation song. Macho yeah. Man's music literally is graduation. graduation. Yep. And, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was something about the whole Miss Elizabeth and the shiny robe and the something that you're watching it. And you know it's graduation music. Like they can't fool you. Like the electric slide is the electric slide, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, you're like, it's like coming out the happy birthday and the place going nuts. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and you're you're like, why am I so entranced in this amazing song right now? Yeah. You know, I don't know. It just it's it's a it's, different it's a different vibe, dude. It's funny that you brought up the Shinsuke thing because if you ever they did like a whole, um, <clears throat> like. I don't know. It was a documentary basically on NXT and they had like backstage footage of, of triple H when they brought Shinsuke over and his debut match was against Sami Zayn. And it was Sami Zayn's last match in NXT and everybody knew it. The crowd knew it, everything. Shinsuke's music hit before he even came out. The crowd is just going, Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. And triple H turns to, uh, I think it was William Regal at the time. And he goes, you know, it's going to be good when they're holy shit in the entrance. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, it's, that's the type of energy that that guy brought. But yeah, um, that brings us to real quick, the- real quick. One more. I would have loved to see KO go after the Undertaker's streak. That would have been good. I feel like you- they I feel like KO would have had such good promos trying to get into Undertaker's head before WrestleMania. See, see I, I almost, once again, dude, I don't know why. And he was, because he's great on the mic. I mean, listen, he's he was built to have a mic in his hand in this industry. Bro, but a piece of me just would have loved to have heard Seth Rollins on that mic on the way. The crowd going nuts and him just saying to them, Undertaker, Taker, you hear that? That's Seth freaking Rollins coming for you. <laughs> oh, you know, just mm-hmm. me and my people, you know, like it just like it, I, could, I could just feel that whole 
energy from him. But I, I think I'm so hung up on him because he he just, you know, those guys we grew up with that, that, we, that we mentioned, they just commanded the crowd so much. And he just, bro, his things with Austin Theory, he's in the ring. And when he says, when he says something and the crowd goes nuts behind him, and you can cl- as clear as day, like you feel for Austin Theory. You're like, what does this guy even say back? Right? Yeah. The crowd, anything that Seth says, he could be like, Austin, I'm going to deliver a bag of dicks to your house. And the crowd would go, bag of dicks. Like it would be, it would be, they would, you know, like it would just, it's, it's how you felt with The Rock or Stone Cold. Every time Stone Cold says something, what, what, right? And then The Rock said something and he would just look around, give an eyebrow raise and everyone would just repeat what he said for 10 straight minutes. It's, uh, you know, who else is good too? Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle was good. Oh, Kurt Angle was good. Kurt Angle was good. It's funny because like I've been rewatching all the previous Royal Rumble matches. And like revisiting like all these things for the past like twenty three years, I started in two thousand. Like I'm working my way forward before this year's Royal Rumble, and seeing all these like like really bad <laughs> like promos and old wrestlers and everything like that mixed in with like some of the best we've ever had. Yeah. I mean, it's just an interesting dichotomy, but it's it's great if you get a chance watch some of the older ones because. It's wild to see what they were doing, like those mid two thousands. It is some crazy, crazy stuff. What was happening? You had John well, Cena and nobody else. Basically, yeah. Basically, yeah. a John Cena and and well, you had Randy, Randy, Randy Orton, Randy Orton, um, yeah. Batista, you know, Batista for a little while, and then you had you know, but then you had like a bunch of like you had Dolph coming up, starting his thing, and Dolph is like probably one of the one of the most unused wrestlers. No doubt. No doubt. Well, brings us to the, the, we don't know what's going to happen here. This is such a clusterfuck with Vince. Vince muscled his way back in and pretty much a hostile takeover and is going to sell the WWE to the Saudi Arabian PMI. Over. It's not Um, confirmed yet, but it's probably going to happen. Nothing's confirmed yet, but... The Saudis for the past few years, and especially the last two years, have been on this, like, mission to control all of media. Like, they've bought soccer teams. They've, they, they're they paying Cristiano Ronaldo $400 million a year to go play in uh, uh, in Saudi Arabia. They're, they just uh, put a contract out to Messi for, like, $450 million a year to go play for Saudi Arabia. Um, I'll go over pros and cons. There's only one pro in my eyes. The one pro is the WWE is about to have more money than God. And we'll be able to pretty much put insane contracts out to any wrestler that they ever want. So if if you want to see Kenny Omega in the WWE, you're going to see Kenny Omega in the WWE because they're just going to go and make them offers that he can't refuse. Mm -hmm. But the list of cons far outweighs that like that's the one worth it yeah it's not worth it it's not it's not because at the end of the day we are going to have to deal with everybody knows that this isn't a secret the saudi arabian pmi is not there to make money it's there to push saudi arabian ideals 
and their reach amongst the world. Like that's that's their that's what they're here to do. Like they they make they make so much oil money they can lose on soccer teams. They can lose on the WWE. They don't have to make money on the WWE. This isn't a business decision for them. This is a ideological and uh, cultural decision for them. They they built a- they built a pro golf league <laughs> and stole all the PGA <laughs> golfers just yeah. because they wanted to. <laughs> well, I, listen, um, I actually feel pretty strongly um, about this for a few reasons. Why? Like, first of all. Um, when you talk about live golf, like to, we'll, we'll, we'll start down the spectrum. The reason why they're doing this is because they're shrewd business people with endless cash flow currently in the world yeah. and the way that the economic system is going right now, you're talking about a few set, I guess, head of the tables there that are trillionaires, right? So, um, they can really do, do what they want. Cause they're, they're, they're printing money at, at this point so people with money you can do what you want you can spend money on whatever you want you're free to do it okay the fact is is that what what happens is you buy something like wwe now with golf great you have golfers who want to go they want to make money on tour it's fine it's men's golf you buy wwe and you lose a women's division Okay, so we have a big, we have a big, big issue. Number one, let you know, I'm not like a a human rights activist, etc. Blah 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 blah. Right? I don't talk about any of it, the politics, whatever. But let's 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 call it what it is. There's zero women's rights there, right? We had to talk about the fact that in the world soccer tournament, right, that just went on. Only up until a certain country was eliminated from from the from soccer from the World Cup, they weren't allowed to sell <clears throat> like any gay rights T-shirts at no. that. So no. now you're talking about a company, and you know very well that if they buy WWE, it's not about cash flow. So they're not going to allow the sale of certain things. No, not at all. It's out. Bro, it's it's gone. Completely gone. So yeah. the I, fact people, the fact that they have Saudi events and the wrestlers and the company has to abide by their rule. They just can't run the show how they would want to run the show tells you all you really need to know. It's not going to be WWE. It's going to be Saudi's rules or no rules. Like it's just yeah. I don't I don't mind I don't mind if you're in a country like let's say Australia, right? And they do things a certain way and you're there and you're you're sort of like going by those rules, right? If they were in Ireland, whatever. When those rules become something that they advocate for the blocking of something completely, like a women's division or whatever the case may be, that's where that's that's where the, the line just gets drawn for me. I, I don't you know Sami like, Zayn. A company wants to buy a company. Yeah, Sami Zayn. A company wants to buy something. And we don't really like the company and they run the other company into the ground. That's on them. It's poor management, right? Yeah. You bought it. It's your toy. You want to run it in the ground. Jerry Jones, I'm a Cowboys fan. He owns the Cowboys. He also wants to play GM and he sucks. You want to run it into the ground. You own it. 
right? That's not for me to say. It's your money. It's your baby. When the Saudis buy it, they're, they're specifically not caring about something and saying, you don't matter to me. Like the women's division, you don't matter. You're out. We're getting rid of it. Well, it doesn't matter. So I don't think they're gonna. I don't think that they're gonna necessarily get rid of the women's division on the simple fact that they allow the women to wrestle in Saudi Arabia when they come. I think that the entire women's division is gonna up and leave because they're not gonna want to work for a company that isn't gonna pay them what they're worth. That is gonna make them wear basically jumpsuits everywhere they go. Yeah. Um, that's basically not allow them to promote themselves on social media, uh, and and all these other things. So I don't I don't know if necessarily the Saudis are going to shut down the women's division, but just by buying it, they're going to shut down the women's division. You know, because there's really no other discourse for these female wrestlers to do. Like these these women have fought so hard to become really the top tier in the business right now. Um, the best women's division we've ever seen, like killing it. Most of the time, they're the more entertaining storyline and matches on the card, you know. Yep. And now, now they have to deal with the Saudi Arabians telling them that they can and can't do things. It's going to be a problem. And as the captain mentioned, uh, the LGBT community, you know, um, there's plenty of there's plenty of uh, of, of wrestlers and. Um, and uh, and promoters and everything like that in the, in the business right now that really support the LGBT community that are part of the LGBT community and they're going to get ousted also. And then you have people of certain religious backgrounds like Sami Zayn, MVP, you know, that they're, they're going to have to, you know, uh, cut ties with the WWE also. But, you know, having all these different groups that have problems with the company is going to create a real, real big problem. And we're going to lose a shit ton of talent. And when it comes down to a lot it, of talent, yeah, you know, when it comes down to it, yeah. Are they going to have the money to pay outside wrestlers to come in? Probably. But I guarantee you that there's going to be still be some wrestlers that are top in the world that don't want to go wrestle for them. First of all, is there any? Is there right now one superstar currently out there in the world floating around that you would think would make up for losing a megastar in the WWE that you're like, you know what, I'm okay if they go out and pay this person X amount of money? Other than MJF, who else to you really tickles your fancy right now? Seriously. I mean, Kenny Omega. Okay. I knew you were going to say Kenny Omega, but really? On really, like oh yeah, really, really. Yeah, I mean, like at this, at this point, I look at him and I'm like, "What feud would I like to see Kenny Omega in?" Yeah, I agree with you. I agree so with the, you. The one, the one feud I wanted was Jericho. We got that for a while, and then Moxley. Right, that was yeah. a great feud. We got that for a while. It, I mean, the matches they had were like almost life ending. Um, and then you're like. Yeah, I don't need Kenny Omega in any other. I'd love for Moxley to come back, but I don't think that's going to happen. So, okay, if you're not going to get Moxley back and you're definitely not going to get Jericho back, you're getting MJF, but an MJF, I don't think gives a shit who pays him because he's that guy, right? I, but no, I honestly don't think MJF will come over, though. Why? Why? What What gives you? Um, because in his personal life, he has ties to the LGBT uh, community. 
I mean, I mean, maybe. Character-wise, yeah, you're right. He doesn't give a shit, but he's still a human being outside of his character. You know, he does have ties to that community. Um, I don't think he... I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe you're right. I Who who freaking knows at this point? Yeah. Um, but it's hard to say no when they're like, hey, we'll give you $400 million. Dude, you know I, I, mean? like, I agree. There's there's money, there's no. generational money. I, I, Literally, I, they, they gave they gave Ronaldo what three hundred and fifty million dollars a year, and they told him he can't bring his girlfriend. Bro, do you right? have you seen like, the place? Have you seen the place that Ronaldo lives currently? Did you see yeah. where they put him? Yeah, it's insane. He pays the apartment that he lives in goes for four hundred and fourteen thousand dollars a month. That's yeah. where he lives a month. Four hundred and fourteen thousand. Okay, three zeros after four one four, and yeah. that's where he, that's what he pays a month. Oh, some guys will walk the earth, and they will say, "I stand for X Y Z," and when someone drops the Brinks truck on your fucking yeah. lawn, you're like, "Yeah, maybe I can get rid of X Y." Yeah. You know, it just. Yeah. It's just the way it is. and it, Money and talks I, and, most of the time. And money talks 99% of the time. And listen, in today's climate, with how hard things are, and I know that, you know, all these other wrestling companies, they're they're getting rid of this person. They're getting rid of that person. People are trying to, you know, see where they're, they're going to pop up again. I, I'm telling you, I don't think that some of these wrestlers can walk, man. I don't think they can walk. I don't think, uh, I, I even if they they if it, it goes against every moral conviction they have, I don't care, yeah. bro. And and it's it yeah. sucks to me because you're. I, I have nothing against any people. I'm just saying this as as business people in this world. I you know the Saudis wanna buy golf, Pfft, whatever, dude. Buy golf, man. Yeah. Right? You want to make a fun tournament that we can watch. You pay the golfers more. You think they should earn more. And you want to have competition? Competition is always healthy. Look at what AEW did for WWE and stepping yeah. their game up, right? Competition is great. But you can't tell me. You just can't tell me that a company that's – that's You're not writing storylines in golf. Uh, no, you're not writing – you're not. You're not. You're 100%. You're not. There's no way you can tell me a Saudi-ran WWE homegrown business with the majority of Americans – Whatever it is, African Americans, Asian Americans, right? This is the this is it, and you're you're, and the company got so vast that they had a UK WWE branch. Yeah. They started to branch out, and now you have all this overseas talent. Becky Lynch, you have all of this amazing talent from all over the world. There's no way you're telling me a company from Saudi Arabia knows how to run a company like this. No, no way. No way. Now, there's the off chance. There's the very off chance that the Saudis buy this, stay hands off, and allow Hunter to continue just doing what he's doing. I don't see that happening. But, you know, uh, I don't think that's going to happen if if nothing happens here. (laughs) I think Hunter's out. I do, too. I mean, Hunter's probably out no matter what. I, I don't know. I did read today that the board member that was fired that started suing they hired him back so i don't know if that means anything as far as going forward with this deal 
Um, I don't know if it changes the vote on anything, but this was a hostile takeover by Vince simply due to fucking ego. This guy mm-hmm. is an ego maniac. Yep. Like he didn't he didn't like that Hunter was putting on a better show than him, that everybody was talking about it, that they got ousted for sexual harassment allegations. And he basically said, I'm gonna take over. This is my company. I'm gonna do what I have to do, and I'm gonna sell to the Saudis. Bro, he kicked his own daughter out the building. He doesn't care about anybody except himself. Bro, yeah. <clears throat> this is second. This is the second biggest clusterfuck next to Deshaun Watson getting a fully guaranteed contract from yeah. Cleveland yeah. in the middle of a of a sexual allegations with 26 women. Okay. How is it that Vince McMahon just go down the list? How is it that Vince McMahon it's all, like, proven that he gave hush money to women for sexual mm-hmm. favors or harassment cases? Okay. Sexual advancements, whatever it may have been, right? He, they essentially find a way. He he takes he pays with WWE money, nineteen million dollars, which was not given back. Nineteen million dollars. He goes away. They do him a favor, okay, by not talking about any of these cases popping up. Uh, you know, not talking about, not bringing it up anymore. Triple H does him a solid and says, you know, I have massive shoes to fill. This is all the greatness he's done. They do him a, bro, they send a pervert, okay? They essentially send a pervert away with a ceremony, which is unheard of. Yeah. Okay? And he leaves his company that his dad and him built. His children run it. And not only is it successful. It's the only fucking publicly traded company that profited in the year 2022. Every other publicly traded company lost money. They were the only one that actually showed a profit. And now, and and then Vince McMahon, everyone is all all high on creative. It's back, right? There's good storylines. There's good momentum. Wrestlers are coming back that Vince... It's like this guy, he comes back and he's allowed. First of all, the cops should have met him at the front door and been like, dude. He owns 51% of the company. That's the problem. I know, but how, dude, how after all of that, how was there not an injunction put on this guy's position as chairman? I don't understand. It doesn't, none of it makes any sense to me. First of all, I don't know if you caught the other part of this was that he instituted two other people onto the board that changed bylaws and the board voted to change the bylaws to allow this hap to happen. <clears throat> Bro. That's why that can... one guy got fired and he, he put somebody else in that spot and then Stephanie was out and he put somebody else in that spot. It's, it, I don't, I don't, I don't That's what I'm it. saying. It's a hostile takeover. <clears throat> I don't get it. it, it dude, this, I, 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 I really never seen anything like it. I never seen no. anything like it. I don't know. I, I don't, I can't comprehend it. I can't comprehend how Deshaun Watson got the money that he did. I can't comprehend how it's like, this is just not a good dude. Like, no, 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 no way you slice it. <clears throat> he built the company. 
that is lucky enough to pay a lot of people and give a lot of people work, it's a blessing. He did a great yeah. job. He's a great business owner. He's a shitty human being, bro. I don't care. Agreed. And it, it, this should never be allowed to happen. It should never be allowed to happen. Yep. <clears throat> no, it, it shouldn't have. And it's going to be the death of the WWE as we know it. If this deal goes through and, and maybe you're right, maybe hopefully somebody can put an injunction in place or maybe enough lawsuits go through where the shareholders get together and, and do a class action lawsuit mm-hmm. against the company because they don't want, you know, they don't want to get paid out on it or whatever. Because at this point, they're trying to take a public company and make it go private, which means they're just going to pay everybody out on their shares. So, I mean, it's got to be upside down on the cost somewhere, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what can happen as far as I'm, I'm not well versed in this type of law. <laughs> yeah, I'm not either. You know, so, I mean, I don't know no. what can happen. Uh, but hopefully but- we get a last minute savior somewhere. Yeah. And like... I don't know. There's really not much anyone can do though, because he owns the majority shares. So what's the, what's the company worth at this point? Uh, billions. Mm-hmm. It's got to be billions. Yeah, it's got to be a couple billion, right? Yeah. I, I I thought it was six. I thought it was six also. Yeah. I also also worth right now. My thing with my thing with him is just to show what his ego is, right? Rather than continuing the McMahon name and being uh, 6.65 billion, I was right, 6.65. Yeah. So, go ahead, you got to figure the Saudis are going to pay at least 10. Oh, easily. yeah, it's going to be some stupid number that you can't say no to, but yeah, of course, of course. Um, but like, rather than rather than his ego saying, hey. The McMahon family built this. The McMahon family is going to continue to build this for the future and, like, give it to his kids, you know. Uh, get, let Stephanie do her thing. Uh, who knows what Shane's doing. Yeah, he, I think he's, like, an independent contractor on the books at this point is what I saw. Um, yeah. Just collecting a paycheck to do nothing, I guess. But um, rather than let the McMahon legacy continue and be, you know, forever in the WWE. He rather hostile take over the company and kick his kids out of the building and sell it to Saudi Arabia. Like this is what's going in his mind. Like this is how far gone he is on, on in his head and what's actually important to him. Like it's, this is a disaster. Yeah. all around um basically he's gotten too old for the business he doesn't yeah. know what people want anymore like he's completely he's not in tune with anything he's completely out of perspective of everything and you know unfortunately what we love like is is really gonna is really gonna take a big hit here and i don't know if if it's gonna be something that's even watchable after this if the you know. sale goes through, the WWE dies. Like there, they'll literally be half. Probably, I'm not even like exaggerating. I feel like it would be half the viewership of the millions and millions of people that watch will just go away, just immediately go away because it's in Saudi control. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I mean, live shows are pretty much going to be only in Saudi Arabia at this point. Yeah, like I'll, 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 I'd assume that they do all their pay per views over there. 
Yeah, because I'm I'm assuming that whoever owns the arenas, they're gonna be like, we don't want that product here, or like it's gonna be some, it's gonna turn into a, a political know, thing. Know, Bro, you see it happening here, like they don't want to. What was it like a year ago? They didn't want to do shows, sporting event, like they didn't want to do anything in Georgia because of whatever laws the state was going through politically. Like there, it's. If it's happening for domestic disputes, this is going to blow it over. Like nobody's going to allow them in. I mean, yes and no, because you got to remember, though, they, they have a worldwide expanse, so they can go into Europe and do stuff over there. But the Saudis yeah, I'm, say, I'm saying English, here. I'm saying here. The Saudis own an English Premier, Premier League team right now. And that stadium's packed because they're winning games because the Saudi the Saudis dumped a shit ton of money into them. I'm but saying this here, is, though. Yeah, but here though, like you got to remember, here doesn't matter. Here is like ninety percent of their shows, their live shows now, is here. But if the Saudis own it, it doesn't have to be here. That's my point. And that's also yeah. my point because they won't be allowed here. <laughs> like it's no, going to have to It's going to have to be over there. Listen, I, yeah. I I don't know which angle. I don't know. I don't know if 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 the Saudis, like you said become a silent partner and and because it stays majority here that places are like all right well the saudis own it but it's still here and everyone's allowed to do what they want to do here right so maybe that's that's there but i don't know if the saudis buy it and then say well all of the pay-per-views the main events happen in front of our people and therefore the live events here the weekly live events are like off well, all of the major events are overseas and all yeah, of every WrestleMania is going to be over there. Yeah, all these yeah, superstars can't do what they want to do there, and we're not getting the big ticket items. Why would we do the little ticket items? And it just—it was just said that um, that Fox uh, has has lost. Uh, a t- it was like two billion dollars, some ridiculous number, on SmackDown um, yeah. as a whole, as a as a like a show so you know they're talking about like fox not even hosting um smackdown yeah, anymore i don't know why they they, they put it on fox they, they should have just SmackDown. put it back on usa and just have a monday friday show on usa you gotta remember usa was also is also doing nxt so um, exactly keep it all in house they, pay, they would have to pay for all three though yeah i, I mean me I, I don't i'm not really i'm not a hundred percent sure why uh by a channel like FX, where there's not really any maturity rules, um, isn't doing something like this, especially when now it's PG-13, so they can use curse words and they can bleed, and FX, you can literally do what you want. Right. It would only yeah. make sense that wrestling would be on a platform such as that. Um, so, yeah. I'm I was not- thinking Amazon. Amazon. Amazon's, Amazon's the rumored other buyer. Amazon wants to buy it, which would shake up everything because all shows would shift to Amazon Prime like immediately. They would, they, Bezos would kill every contract regardless of price and say, you're watching Raw, SmackDown, and pay-per-views all on Prime. Mm-hmm. Peacock, get out of here. All your go- shows are gone. It, it would just be a complete takeover in that sense. But um, at least you would let them do what they want to do. 
Agreed. I'm not saying I'm for or against. I think it would be it's no, I know, a better option like if, than what's presented right now. If Bezos could come in here at the last hour and save us on this, that'd be fucking amazing. It would be because great. That's the only thing I see happening here is that Amazon scoops in and just says, like, listen, you know, you don't have to lose your women's division now. You know what I'm saying? They're all, they'll all stay. We'll, we'll pay them whatever. You know, we'll, we'll make it work however the hell we have to. Um, we're LGBT uh, friendly, we're women friendly, like you don't have to worry about losing all your talent now. So why don't you just sell to us instead? And, you know, but who knows? I mean, to beat the Saudis number, I mean, Bezos is going to pay 10 billion for the company. Yeah. We're going to have to see, bro. It's really, you know, listen. It's, the it's other, all, the other options yeah. is, uh, uh, I'm saying, uh, Dana White. Like wh whoever owns the UFC is interested in buying them, and I also, saw that also, but I don't know if they have the money to do. I don't it know if they, they have the money either. Billion buying the UFC, and, and Tony and Tony Khan. Off, Tony Khan is following it. Like he he's gonna Tony try to Khan do something with nah, it. They they said Tony Khan and Shad Khan were trying to find a partner yeah. to to help okay. with the funds and buy it. So it was. Uh, you know, essentially Tony Khan Eric was, like, <laughs> was like, well, you know, his thing is I have AEW, I have all this talent, I can sort of become what Vince was, and now I have AEW and WWE, um, like SmackDown and Raw, right, and yeah. NXT, and I can have these two companies sort of be able to, to, to cross over when he wants to so the big thing was fine he was they were trying to find a financial partner and recently said that tony khan was out uh, on the negotiations but i'm 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 under the assumption he's out because the money is so astronomical that he's like it would take me forever to make this money up yeah you know like i don't see i don't see how anybody beats the saudi's money and that's the that's the main problem like yeah. You need a giant corporation to come in and take take that. And then who knows what happens from there on out. You know, I'm a, apparently, apparently Triple H and Stephanie are trying to like heavily block this deal. Yeah, of course they are. Of course yeah. they are, because they know it's the death of the company. Mm -hmm. Look, Triple H for, for all he's for all it's worth, and you can say whatever you want about him, he loves this business. He built NXT up from the ground up. He's heavily involved in this business right now like this the business as it stands today is triple h mm -hmm. so he doesn't want to see this die like and he knows right. as well as everybody else does that if you sell to the saudis this business dies yep it is what it is boys we're gonna have to keep keep a close watch on it that's it yep. that's it, that's it. Uh, so real quick back to smackdown um, I, we we briefly talked about the Sami Zayn, uh, not Sami Zayn, uh, yeah, the Sami Zayn KO match. But what do you think is gonna happen? Because he was supposed to do it himself, right? And then the bloodline comes in at the end and and you know gets the DQ and beats the crap out of KO and blah 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 blah. blah. And they're mm -hmm. like, "Oh, you did good, Sammy. You did good." And he's kind of looking pissed, like. I was doing fine yeah. just by myself. Um, is this the start of Sammy kind of pulling back from the bloodline and thoughts going into yeah. his character's head? 
I mean, I think the uh, I think that whole thing is the breadcrumbs that lead us going into Royal Rumble. Um, that Sammy's gonna either turn on the bloodline, or the bloodline's gonna turn on Sammy, or Sammy goes with KO on this and, and goes after the bloodline. But um, I think that it could be. We'll find out next week on SmackDown why, or maybe on Raw tomorrow what uh why it happened it was either that roman sent him in because he didn't think sammy could do it or roman sent him in because he didn't want sammy to do it on his own because then it proves that sammy was able to be ko on his own he couldn't because he needed the bloodline's help to do it you know because we know that roman's got the big match with ko going into the rumble which is probably where sammy stabs him in the back right probably i still think it would be more in the WrestleMania zone, but you never know. I think it, I think it ends up, um, you know, I think WWE is trying to shape up to get uh, a lot of its current uh, talent that it's pushing belts. So I think that at the end of the day, um, I think you see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens end up fighting the Usos for the tag team championships. I agree. I was about to say and that I, actually. I'm glad I think you said they, that. I, and I think I they think be I think, and Sheamus. I I well I, I think it's both. I think day one they fight Kevin and, and Zane for one. And I think the next it's it's the other what one. The, what about the judgment day? Because on Monday Night Raw making them the number one contenders. Yeah, I, yeah. I, don't I, don't, I don't think it ends up being them win, as. Though. Yeah, I don't think it ends up being them as WrestleMania gets here. I think it ends up being like mega stars. Um, and the Judgment Day yeah. to me just it just falls flat, dude. I mean, I, I'm I'm sorry. I don't, dis- I don't disagree yeah. with you on that, but I, I I think they're trying to keep the faction relevant until you see Sheamus yeah. McIntyre, which are two mega stars internationally and domestic right now, and. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, I think you see like a turnaround and, and they, you know, it's played off as like a, like a, you know, you know, KO says, Sammy, you, you and I both know that they've been holding you down. If we team together, we would take those belts and we'd hold it for longer. Right. Yeah. And then, and then like they win the belts, whatever. I think the Usos, it's crazy, but I, I think the Usos lose both tag team championships that night. I think that, a uh, solo Sequoia at Rumble. Sequoia you think up, they're going to lose both? At, no, I, I think at WrestleMania. Or WrestleMania, yeah. I think they lose both at WrestleMania. I think Solo is the only person in the 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 bloodline who leaves with a title. I think he has a title for the Intercontinental fights Hunter and wins. And I happen to think that actually on night one, Rollins beats Reigns. And I think on night two, The Rock beats Reigns. And I think all the belts, I think they lose every belt. And I think Solo walks out with the only one. And then the the family is sort of confused. And I think Solo ends up leaving with The Rock. As like a, we're the real bloodline, right? Like you ran this because we weren't here. Um, Sort of deal. Like the the whole plot ends up being like The Rock called called Solo you know, months back and was like, listen, go into the bloodline, be the enforcer. And when it's our time, we'll show them where the real, yeah. blood, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I just, I Only don't know. Reason, I, I don't think it'll happen that way. It's because I don't think the rocks will sign on for multiple months to be in the WWE. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, think I like the storyline that you're coming up with, though. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, I realistically, I, I don't see The Rock signing on to be like back in pro wrestling for an extended period of time. It right? would just be for the road to WrestleMania, man. That's all he's yeah. being needed oh, for. At WrestleMania, him and Solo take off with the belts. Now you have The Rock as the champ. <clears throat> yeah. You know? But you know what, though? It doesn't have to be. The thing of it is with The Rock. The thing of it is, is it doesn't have to be a long run in this particular case to be effective, right? Because The Rock is only doing one thing. The Rock's not coming back for a title run where when he came back for that year, he, you know, it was John Cena and CM Punk, right? CM Punk had a title reign and he was essentially saying he was the greatest wrestler. He dropped the pipe bomb. Nobody could beat him. John Cena was going after the title run of how many titles. The Rock was coming back to show them, like, I could do this coming back from Hollywood and be the greatest wrestler. The Rock is coming out specifically to beat one guy, beat him on the night to show him, bro, I'm the head of the table. I'm doing this way longer than you could ever imagine. If I want to come back in here and run this bitch, I'm back in and I'm running this bitch. And then he can leave, right? He can lose it to a Cody Rhodes. He can lose it to – but it doesn't – Honestly, it doesn't matter. He can lose it to a Goldberg. It, it, it doesn't yeah. It doesn't have to be somebody that he's handing it over to. By the way, if WWE, who's been flirting with CM Punk, wants to do it, CM Punk could come back, beat The Rock, and that's the way of CM Punk coming back to WWE. There's so many different ways Randy Orton's been chasing the title run. He can come back, old school match, RKO, uh, The Rock. There's so many ways of doing it, mm-hmm. right, that – you don't have to worry about how you're planning to rock out for a year. He's not holding the title for a year. No. So, so in, in my mind, right? I'm making this up as yeah. I go, but I'm, I'm yeah. but no, I, but I'm agreeing with you. This is yeah. it would it would go down this way. Like he would yeah, if he's winning so. a title, it's it, it's gonna be very very short lived. I think Roman goes into WrestleMania night one having to face Cody for mm-hmm. one title. And KO takes the universal title off him at the Royal Rumble. So I I just I just I feel and then, and I, then he has to face the Rock on night two for the head of the table because the Rock comes and goes. You lost both titles now. You're not the head of the table. You're not the man that we thought you were. So, but then let me ask you a question. There's nothing to fight for other than the head of the table. But if mm-hmm. he's not the head of the table anyway because he loses. There's no prestige for The Rock to come back and say you have all the gold, you have all the push, you have all the momentum, you have all in 900 days behind you, right? He, the Rock's going to come out for a guy who just lost all belts. Like he, like clearly, he's not the head of the table. You can't even keep your belts. You can't keep the. You, if you can't keep the belts, you can't keep the family. Jack, yeah. right? So like for me, in my mind, you could be totally right. I don't fucking know, but I, well, I just my thing is the the one thing that that tips me off that something's going to happen at the Rumble is that KO didn't ask him for both belts. He asked him for just the Universal Championship. Well, the company has to split them up again because they're seeing that the, that the Brock Lesnar effect is happening, right? There, mm-hmm. There's yeah. a lack of seeing the title, and therefore people, they're losing live. They're losing people who want to buy, and they're losing live viewers because – People are like, well, the chances of me seeing Roman are slim because he hasn't been in the show. And it's the same thing with Brock. It hurt the company because they created the, the you know, Beast Incarnate, yes. 
But yeah. because he was never there, the only time the shows sold out were when they had to announce when the champion was there, right? Yeah. Yeah. In the beginning, this this head of the table started to, to go, and all of these shows profited so much because he was virtually on every single Friday and sometimes Raw. And yeah. now he doesn't do any pay-per-views. He does four a year. And you barely see him on shows. So now, even though the bloodline's hot, they're like, there's no chance of seeing Roman. And as much as maybe you want to say it, you don't want to say it, Roman's the guy, dude. And across the board in every single company in the industry, they all say the same thing. Every wrestler says it. Roman is the guy right now. He is at he's the pinnacle of our company. He's yeah. had a he's had a title run. He's put people over. He's fought the best talent. First of all, he's not only the best talent, any talent. He fought the, a Paul brother. It doesn't matter, right? So, yeah. like, so he's he's just that guy. So, for me, who's more that guy? The Rock. So, The Rock's got to come back for something. Even if The Rock beats him, puts both titles up, holds him up, and says, and says don't ever say you're the head of this family. Puts the titles down and leaves. And That's leaves fun. the belts in the ring. Mm-hmm. Just That's leaves. Fun. And the family, the bloodline follows him. They all look at they all look at Roman. They're like, right? You're a bum. Roman's on the ground. He's beat up. He's crying. He's going through <clears> the whole emotional. And The Rock just leaves the belts and says, you know what? I think there's superstars that deserve these belts more. Let's go, family. And they all leave Roman in the middle, and then Roman's yep. got to get into a, uh, a a tournament, right, to try and get one title. One tournament is on Raw. One tournament's on SmackDown. They each get their belts back, and all this heavyweight talent now gets to be in a pool again. And you see the KOs and the Cody Rhodeses and the Seth Rollins and all these guys get to vie for each belt. Um, that could be it too. You know, I could see yeah. him just saying, "I like it." Come on, yeah, like, bro, this is. These are just ways it's not going to happen this way. It'll be some dumb shit that we know. Right. Um, <laughs> but it, it, you know, but like um, uh, Mustafa Ali will end up with the belt, but, uh, but like no, score because the Saudis are buying. Cool. Yeah. But, <laughs> the Saudi Arabian. No doubt. No doubt. But it's, it's uh it just, to me, it's a way of turning back the clock a little bit on something a little more old school. Um, by the way, this is a way of getting John Cena the title back and break Ric Flair's record. It's a way of getting Randy Orton one step closer without any without meaning anything because he could have he could have if Randy could come back if he can come back from his back injury. I still don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, no, for sure. But it's it's a way yeah. of it's a way of getting meaningless title additions to people who don't have to have rain, runs, you know? Um, and I think, at, I think at the end of the day, we saw a 900 to 800 day run, 900 day run, thousand day run. Um, and it's going to be a very long time before we see another run of this magnitude. I think we would agree with that. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. I, I think the company doesn't have another storyline like this um, in their chamber, so to speak. Um, and I just, I just feel like they're going to ride it out as long as they can. They're going to make it a spectacle and it has to go down. Like it has to go down in flames. Bray Wyatt, 
somebody, right? Um, I, I, I really wish, and you know me, I'm not big on like the smaller wrestlers, but I wish there was a way of getting, um, the demon Finn Balor back, uh, for a title run and maybe seeing a Seth Rollins and, and, uh, Finn Balor in his demon form, a rematch for a belt, I think it was a great it was a great match he was the first universal champion i think there's a lot of things they could do cody rhodes is gonna have to have a belt at some point yeah he has uh, yeah. absolutely has, to, has yep. to have a belt you know he he came back for this he was built for this shit um you know i i wasn't a cody rhodes fan before he left the company i think he bet on himself and he hit a home run uh came back and i'm excited to see him back you know so i was a fan of a cody lot. before he became stardust when he was just Cody Rhodes, I was a fan of him. Yeah. When he became Stardust, I was like, "All right, yeah." yeah he's, he's, just, Carter, he's proven now that he could be a main event player. Like, no, I'm not saying yeah. he's not. I'm just yeah. saying, like, yeah. I, no, I like I, him I, I as agree. Cody Rhodes. He's he's doing yeah, good. But I like him as the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes because that's yeah. really, yeah, you know, yeah. I, the the guy who's willing to risk his life in the ring. To put to perform yeah. for the crowd, the American. I'll tell you right now that Hell in a Cell match between him and Seth with that busted up pectoral. Was granted, it wasn't the man. greatest match. In, it wasn't the greatest match in the world as far as like maneuver wise because he couldn't do much, mm-hmm. right? But there was so much emotion in that match. It was a top match of the year. Yeah, and basically he just got his ass kicked the entire time. You know. Yeah. So I mean. Bro, come on. You know it. You know it and I know it. You gotta get you have you gotta to get us your prediction. Who wins the rumble? Um <sighs> gave ours, we gave ours last week, so I gotta ask you yours. Uh, who'd you guys who'd you guys pick? I, I went with Cody. Who did I Cody. pick? I don't even remember. I don't remember who you picked either. I think I said KO. <laughs> I think yeah, you said KO. I, I went with Cody. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go Seth Rollins. Um, I think Seth Rollins wins the Rumble. Um, I actually, you want to know what's crazy? You guys want to know what's really crazy? I actually think it's they have a double winner. Double, believe winner. it or not. Yeah, I think I two, have a double winner because I, I think two the people, last two people I think hit the ground at the same time. Hit the ground at the same time. I think they have a double winner. Okay, and I so think, that's happened before, and they restarted it. Yeah, I I think this time around for this for a storyline, I think they have a double winner. Meaning, like two guys fall out, you know, they're both looking at each other. There's there's two nights of WrestleMania, right? Like I think it ends right. up being where they do it on purpose, and they're you're like, missing, "You're missing something here." That would kill. There's a pay per view in between Ro- Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Fastlane. No, they got rid of Fastlane. Yeah, it's, it's elimination, elimination chamber. chamber. Oh, that is in between. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love. And the that's gonna that's gonna be too. a number one contender match for one of the titles. So you don't need to have the double win- winner at Royal Rumble now. Yeah, and and okay. if you have a double winner, that kills that kills uh, it kills the Rocks match with him. The elimination chamber is silly though, don't you think, man? I I, I love the match, but I'm saying for the title because. The Royal Rumble to me has to be right before Mania, bro. They have to. They can't have a pay per view in between with 
number one title contender ramifications because the Royal Rumble is the biggest number one contender match ever. Uh, yeah, Period. well, that's why there's two belts. The Royal Rumble, you get to choose who you fight. Yeah, and the then the guy, in the, elimina- the guy in the elimination chamber gets the other one. Yeah. But this on, case, it's the same person. Better. So, the, in this case, it's the same person. Which is the, the problem Royal Rumble right. guy is going to pick one title, and then the elimination yeah. chamber is going to be for the other title. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's like a, it's just odd to me. I mean, I, I and I know they're getting rid of Hell in the Cell, um, but like, I, yeah. But for me, I, I just. The pay-per-views are the pay-per-views are great if there's if there's real substance, you know. War Games was fun, um, and Royal Rumble always has substance no matter what because of what the match is. And Mania is Mania, and SummerSlam is SummerSlam. Yeah. Outside of that, you're like tables, ladders, chairs, like TLC, like these types of things. You're like, I really care money, about money. This. In the, money in the bank has substance, though. Money in the bank, I fell used to. I don't feel like it has any more. I mean, listen, maybe it's well, because it's of bad booking with Austin Barry. Down our throats. Yeah. It was yeah. a little so, bit different, but like every other one yeah. before that was. It could, was you're you're right. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's a, uh, listen, we've seen like odd guys win, you know, Alberto Del Rio, and we've seen these like odd guys. Oh, is. Yeah, we've seen these oddball guys win um, that I think the crowd loved more than what could have been a storyline you know so you definitely gotta have you have to have a you have to have a guy even if you know it's going to be him you gotta have a guy like a cody rhodes win a money in the bank you have to you know you have to have someone who you're like i want to see this guy fight for the title i want to i want to see the miz win money in the bank man when it comes to to money in the bank you gotta have a guy that's like diabolical the miz like Miz, you know, yeah. like because like Cody Rhodes is too Boy Scout. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's too honorable. It's like when Cena won Money in the Bank, he's like, I'm not going to do a surprise thing. I'm telling you at WrestleMania this year, I'm putting it up. Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. True. That's true. Cena's not the character that's going to be like opportunistic. Yeah. Yeah. The Miz, the Miz will hide under the ring and wait for the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's, 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 listen, listen, that's very true. I didn't think about it that way. I definitely, uh, yeah, I guess you want to have it. You want to have a scumbag win it. Yeah, yeah. you want to slime ball the win, win yeah. money. Because it makes it, because you never know when he's going to. Dolph Ziggler would be a good one, too. By the way, Seth Rollins, he comes out with the briefcase. Could you imagine the crowd behind he him? All he's he does is hold the briefcase. of all time. All he, all he does is he walks out, he holds the briefcase, the crowd, oh, oh yeah. and then he just walk, and, then he, and then he walks away, and he does that every week. Yeah, he does it every week. He walks out, briefcase, the chance. That'd be and great. And then, like, finally one day, you know, it's like he walks out, and the crowd, and it's, you know, they put somebody through four tables, and he walks out, and the crowd gives the chant. And he gives the nod and just runs to the ring, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right, dude. First of all, I should be creative. That's number one. Number two. <laughs> Triple uh, H, hire us. Hire us all. <laughs> I mean, tri- Triple H, first of all, before you quit, if you knew what you were really doing, you'd fucking <laughs> you'd give, give, give my agent a call. My agent is also me, but so give me a call. 
and uh, collectively we can come up with a banger storyline for years you have three years of storylines between the three of us and then you retire all right yeah. so let us make you some money keep the saudis out and hire us yeah. on that note we're gonna end it here make sure you guys like follow and subscribe everything on ggen uh, a bunch of stuff for stuff coming your way reaction videos mvp this week fred or next week next week we got round two of the trivia game starting quizzer of oz there yes sir yes well round three elite round four three. but uh, round, two still has to be, round two still has to be put up right we do have one more round um i want to give a uh first of all a big shout out to the guys who are in it right our ggen guys who are still in it number two apologize for the length of time this is taking um I was sick. I got hit with the double whammy, uh, COVID and flu, and now I have a broken nose. Uh, so I am going in for surgery tomorrow on the broken nose. 2023, uh, we've become very close. Um, <laughs> and if I happen to meet whoever represents 2023, I'm kicking the shit out of that person. Um, so I can guarantee that. Uh, so it'll, it'll happen. Uh, it'll definitely happen. We're going to find a winner for sure. We're going to find Slowly a winner. Slowly for surely. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Final winner. Yep. So make sure you guys like, follow, subscribe, everything on GGen. Uh, a bunch of things coming your way. Love you guys all. We're here oh, from the real over quick. Seven. Uh, look yeah, for, man. look for us on the channel when, uh, rumble starts. We may be live and, uh, commenting during the show. Let's, let's Absolutely. do it. Let's do it, baby. <laughs> I'm going to be live with Zuplex. I could throw him over the ring. <laughs> Good luck trying that. <laughs> you guys should be having your own ladder AKA match there in the Rumble. AKA his couch. I'm going to toss him over his couch. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're sick. I'll see you, man. Thanks. Thank you, boys. Love joining you today. Yep. Later.